For y'all that don't know, I can't actually hear the music going on. So, yeah. yeah. That's why it's much more funnier than it should be. Yeah, and that, that's why this is called beta. Beta brand, man. There better be a beta check to go with this, too. Hey, man. I try to get I try to get some more money, but y'all said, no, man. Forget these niggas and tell them that. Like, that sound like charity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did. It did. That sounds like well, hey, that sounds like Jackson State uh new uh like coaching staff all charity. They're gonna pay Warren Sapp out here to be on the D line. That's, that's that Sapp. gotta be another Sapp. Sapp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh welcome to the council in the clutch episode number 80. I'm your boy Cal, and today we're joined by Q. This is for my nigga Q. Perfect timing on that one. And we got Sap here too. What up, though? Sap. Sap hey, we don't, don't sap. sap. don't sap for free. Oh, so he said he uh, he, he got to get paid or uh, he not playing. That's cool. Um, so, you know who else don't get uh, who else get paid? Prime Ooh. time. Ba, 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 ba. So no. <laughs> <laughs> just because you can't hear that, we know we just played a horn. Prime time getting paid, you know, from a Nike school, even though he signed with Adidas. But you know, we ain't gonna talk, know, about, we that. talk about that. <laughs> That's a different story for a different day with different with different people. Yeah, so uh, Deion Sanders is, uh, has been announced the head coach of the Jackson um, State football team um, of the SWAC conference. Um, and basically, this is, this is to me, I would say a big move. Um, you got a big name that's not actually like a homegrown big name where, you know, like Joe Taylor ate you. You know, you, you did for a long time, then you become a name. You got somebody who's a superstar athlete who's coming to actually coach. Uh, yeah, it's coaching experience Hall, in high Hall of Famer. Yeah, and you know the Hall of Famer. Yeah, some will say the best, you know, athlete ever when it comes down to uh sports, two sport athlete, prime time Deion Sanders. As you hear, yeah, he's a rapper slash singer too. Do everything. Um, he did everything. Jerry Carroll was, you know, he said it was dry. So luxurious, some may say. Yeah. But uh yeah, so what's your take on um Deion Primetime Sanders? Being hey man, that that means the Southern Classic about to be lit as hell. This whenever we can get back in crowds again, that's uh for y'all who don't know, that's the HBCU Classic against uh, Jackson State and Tennessee State University. So you know, I learned a little bit about that since being out here in Tennessee. So yeah, hey, Sap, like, hey, Sap, any of that stuff behind you, that ain't like that ain't like top secret information. We don't got to blur it out. Do we? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I, I just can't, I just can't touch it or not without gloves, or it might explode. So you know. Oh okay, true oh, that, true oh, that. Let oh, me back up. Be, you just might be witness. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't see nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I, I think the him being there is definitely going to bring a lot of attention to the school, but also it's going to bring a lot of uh, hype to the program um, because you got those kids who are now talking about you know not wanting to go to a predominantly white school, don't now want to go to HBCU. Now it's kind of a little bit easier if you can say, "Oh, I can go to Jackson State," versus you know, Mississippi State. Kind of just jump. I'm sorry, my, 
Well, no, no, what? No, he was saying going to Jackson State. Oh, 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 I say, I say, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, but instead said Mississippi State because it's like, all right, I, it's going to be attention on this program versus okay, I want to jump to, I want to be a five star recruit and I want to go to Hampton. That's not really going to be the same, especially with miss all the uh, reports out of Mississippi college athletes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, this past cycle, how you know the one running back. Uh, well, I think that might be Oklahoma State. But a couple people from Mississippi were making noise about the Mississippi State flag and that yeah. change. So he was running back for them. He bought the he bought the they, man Jackson State might own the state of Mississippi and you know some of their neighbors for real. So that might be a good look for real when it yeah. comes to and, and recruiting. And you know what? It'll be easy. I wonder how if him alone as a head coach is going to get them some new nationally televised games or like get them some big name games to bring money into the school. You know what I'm saying? I think it will because the, his high school was getting on TV all the time. And he's not even a head coach. He's an offensive coordinator. Really? And his son was a quarterback. Yeah. So it was, they were on TV a lot over the last few years. Um, and you know, I, probably because of him, I can't say solely because of him, but I would, I would think he was a big part of them being on TV all the time over the last few years. Um, because his son wasn't like a top five prospect or anything like that. He was like, a, I think he was a three or four star recruit. I think he ended up at like FAU or uh, FIU, one of the two. He was at one of those Florida schools. So you're saying his son going to transfer? <laughs> I don't know, man. But he might tell him not to. He might tell him not to transfer. But yeah, Q, what's your take, man? I ain't got nothing. No. no. Um, this is awesome. It's, I think this might be the first step, the first big step that we needed as far as pushing uh, all of our top black athletes to start heading back to HBCUs. So with, with him going uh, to Jackson State, that's going to up their program just off the strength. People are going to want to go there solely because he's there. And the top athletes are going to go there. Well, some of the top athletes will go there solely because of him, but because of his connections. That's what the big schools have that the HBCUs, a lot of the HBCUs don't have is that, uh, that connection point as far as getting cats to the league, Knowing people in the league that get you out, get like not interviews, but um, uh, come out to see you and all that type of stuff like that. So, with him being there, that's gonna bring attention. They definitely gonna get them national games now for sure. Uh, ESP, ESPN, uh, ESPN three, uh, all those type games. They gonna they gonna be there. He might mess around and get uh, he might get all he, ten of them. He might <laughs> either that or he might pop up on ESPN two or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> But um, you. yeah, but no, it's, that's gonna help out a whole lot. So like I said, those recruits are gonna go there solely because of him and his connections, which is the one thing. Well, one of the big differences of why they don't go there, uh, HBCUs in, in the first place. So that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. And then to see how that pans out. Plus, now you gonna I think you gonna start seeing coaches trying to go to HBCUs, especially like coaches at former athletes that are trying to get into coaching. And they, they might, there's not too many big names out there like Dion, but like even just smaller level people trying to get into coaching stuff, they may start going to HBCUs, which is pull, start pulling boys back, especially if they were in the league and had those type of connections and stuff like that. So it's going to be, it's a good move. It, it, he should be able to pull, especially in Mississippi, pull some of them kids there, hopefully some of them kids from Alabama and um, whatever beside Mississippi. Uh, the dirty, dirty, dirty. Yeah, all that the surrounding area down there. So Louisiana, yeah, all that. That should be. Yeah, it should be solid. I, I like it. It's a good move. And if hey, he, if he's able to exactly. bring all these coaches in, that's gonna be uh, 
That's gonna be even more because I mean, what, what type of you talking about though? The, the potential coaches. What coaches you talking about? Oh, 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 run the list down because I don't, I don't have it in front of me. No, because you said it. it um, nobody knows. Oh, because yeah, because people don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we ain't let the people know. Yet. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. Sources say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't a it wasn't a, a deal in college football that you know just black coaches not getting the head coaching opportunity you know at these major uh, schools. Yeah, but it's not really an issue on the HBCU ranks though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, now HBCUs, the, uh, but it, yeah, power, but it power, could power just power be conference. exactly it could just be a shift of like, well, you know, if you you know if Dion's leading the way, you know, for like the athletes to begin to come back to HBCUs. Then you know maybe this could be a, a lead for coaches that if they can see success there. And you know some of the talk is like, man, maybe he's trying to leverage this into a new head coaching position. You know, yeah. then this could be a new springboard, really. So you know, that's just something. Deion Sanders is a Florida State man. Yeah, nah, it's gonna it's gonna open <laughs> up. It's gonna definitely open up the door for sure. I feel like he'll hold it down for a while though. I feel like he's not gonna jump at the first. Oh no, nah, no, nah, definitely not. Because we, I mean, one, we don't even know if he can coach for real. So yeah, he wasn't a head coach for he was a, he was an office coordinator, so I don't know how that's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, man. But when we're thinking about uh just you know Dion possibly uh helping the college kids, like some of the higher uh athletes come back to HBCUs, we gotta re- keep in mind like why the the idea is that we need our athletes it would be good if our athletes come back to HBCUs because back in the day, you know, we're talking about the fifties, uh you know, in the in the early days before, before uh, times. <laughs> you know, before uh, the college football and all that was on TV, you know, black people in this country could only go to HBCUs. So that included our athletes and all our, you know, uh, top tier foremen, top tier, all our all our athletes, top tier, all the way down to Q and Cal. That's crazy. I'm just kidding. Hey, well, no. Well, I got well, I got it here. So his uh, alleged coaching staff, he's denied it earlier today. So I don't know who came up with these names, but for, for for somebody to come up with these names, <laughs> they got it from somewhere. So a couple of these cats gonna be on his coaching staff. Might not be everybody, but some of the people gonna be up here. But nevertheless, it says um, Jason uh, Phillips is gonna be this offensive coordinator, <laughs> T.O. wide receiver coach, Warren Sapp defensive line coach, Dennis Thurman defensive coordinator, and. Uh, Mario Edwards is a defensive back coach. And then it says they will be holding over whoever T.C. Taylor and Otis Ridley were as far as they were already on Jackson, on their staff. Hold on. Why, why wouldn't Dion be the uh, defensive back coach? Because he's the head coach. I mean, he, he probably go, I mean, he'll work with him, but he I got mean, somebody. If that, were to, if that were to be a thing, he would have somebody that he, he believes that can do the job. To be oh, why wouldn't T.O. be the offensive coaches. coordinator? Because T.O. can't call plays. He's know. gonna be like, look, whoever whoever is the 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 talky the most talkative receiver, you're gonna get the ball. <laughs> um, but no, the reason why I ask that and why I think that, that the list would be BS because most most coaches who live by not live by but know something about a specific position coach that position. Like mm-hmm. Pete coached linebackers. Like Herm Edwards was a head coach, he, but yeah, he was he working back. on the he DBs. Yeah. Like I it's mean, like you, you. He might you, be. He might. He just might. I don't know, man. This is the list. People. <laughs> nobody just made. Nobody made this up out of thin air. This came from somewhere. So I feel like it was made out of thin air, man. Hell no. They probably was. They probably do that. as a receiver coach. I would pick Ocho before Tio. If they would have did that, this list would have been way better than this. It'd have been all fucking Hall of Famers up here or something. 
I don't know. I, I guess we we'll see. It out, man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, because you know, you know, you know, they, you know, T.O. got a contract with his uh, podcast, so I don't know if he can agree. And also, we need to know, I mean, because it was 50-50 if he was even signed, because you know how contracts be. So Yeah, yeah. We don't know anything about contracts. We got to make sure these guys' contracts are straight first, 50-50. But, you know, we don't know nothing about contracts. So we're going to move on. Yeah. (laughs) They definitely didn't let the money get in the way of this one. No. It must not have been the money. Nah, but uh, moving on from college football to uh, NFL football. Had a lot going on this weekend in the NFL, uh, from scores to a million and a half injuries to Cam Newton get stopped at the one yard line. But um, starting off with these scores real quick. Why was that isolated though? I don't know. That's, that's, that's literally the first thing that I thought of. That I could is put this in Cam there. slander? Come on, man. Of course not. He's my he's my favorite quarterback. This is my quarterback. But um, no. Nah. So the Thursday night game was uh, Browns over the Bengals. Then we had going into Sunday, Bears over the uh, Giants. Cowboys somehow magically came back over the Falcons, whose coach needs to be fired. Uh, Green Bay over Detroit. Tennessee over Jacksonville. The Colts over the Vikings. Bills over the Dolphins. 49ers over the Jets. Rams over Eagles. Steelers over Calvin's Broncos. Uh, The Buccaneers over the Panthers. The Cardinals over the team in Washington. Uh, Chiefs over the Chargers and OT. Calvin's other team, the Ravens, over the Texans. And the Monday Night Football game, as I just alluded to, Seattle over New England. So, uh, any um, anything y'all want to talk about in there as far as yes. things that happen? I want to talk about the Cowboys game. Okay. Hands team. If you ever play football, you know, hands team. They are getting killed unnecessarily for that. They should have got killed for giving up a 20-point lead. But the hands team should not have been getting killed as much as they've been getting killed. If you've ever been on the hands team or if you know anything about onside kicks, you don't rush to the ball. No, let it come to you. Let it go to you. It got to go 10 yards. If it don't you, go 10 you, yards. You're standing at the 10-yard line. So yeah, it, so the other team is going to come at you. They're going to they're gonna rush or whatever. Most you're going to do is try to block. But you don't even want to do that because if the ball hits your leg, it becomes a live ball. So all those memes with the, the, the W on it, and then the Falcons running away from W and the Cowboys running to it. They're funny, but if you know anything about football, that is how that play was supposed to go. Now, granted, they definitely looked like they were asleep. They didn't want to try to pay attention to it. But, yeah, they shouldn't have lost 20-point lead. But I'm pump blank. Yeah, period. So that coach needs to be oh, fired. Um, needs to hire a black head coach. <laughs> Just because. No, but, but for real, though, um, yeah, that game in particular, Cowboys fans, y'all should not be happy at all with that win. If you if you are fo- an actual football fan, um, Atlanta is known to blow leads at this point now. That's just what they do. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. I want to play the drop. Oh, I'm gonna do that anyway. I'm gonna do that anyway because that's how I am. I played the. Oh, I'm gonna do that anyway because that's just how I am. Um, True. Y'all couldn't hear it because they, uh, <laughs> they definitely got Seattle next week. So we gonna, gonna really see. Seattle, that's what I want to bring up about Russell Russell Wilson being the number one QB uh, in the world, according to his hopes and dreams. But no, no this he, year, had he, a, he had a stellar man. stellar game. They let his, they they let him play. Yeah, his they, last they run the ball for real. His last what through two three years he he had great seasons. They, the last two years they was just uh, 
underdogs coming into the season, and they overplayed what they thought because every year they got rid of people. Offensive line was hurt. Uh, defense got broke down and all that type of stuff. And each year they made the playoffs and was uh, pretty decent. He always have a good year. But, uh, yeah, he played well. Shit, Cam played well. It was a good. That was a good game. Like that's what you that's what you expect from two black quarterbacks. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, solid, it was a solid solid game. Solid, definitely a solid game. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Everything else, um, on nothing else like over overly dramatic as far as to be talking about. Oh yeah, um, the Raiders beat the, the Raiders beat the Saints last night. Forgot about yeah. that. And hey, the Lakers beat the Supersonics too. Yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Ice Cube. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the Las Vegas Raiders opened up their stadium with a dub. Against the New Orleans. Nah, Congrats. Yeah, nah, Saints about to fall asleep, fall, uh, fall apart at the seams, man. Hey, I just need them to beat the Bucks every time they play. Somebody, somebody, said, somebody said Drew Brees trash if you can't throw to Mike Thomas in play. I mean, some say that Mike Thomas is trash if you don't run slants every play. Huh? So, I mean, hey. Mike, Mike just got to put his life in the line every, every play for Drew Brees. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But just, uh, like, just like Drew Brees, uh, you know, grandparents put their life on the line at the war. Yeah. But, but we ain't going to talk about We ain't going to bring that's, it back. That's, yeah, that's, that's old stuff. We ain't going to bring it back. He apologized. <laughs> he, he apologized. He apologized. <laughs> but um, speaking of Michael Thomas, um, there were a million and a half injuries to superstars this past week. So we're gonna or run. somewhat conspiracy uh, conspiracy theory say they got COVID. Could be, could be <laughs> conspiracy theory. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, starting off, we are gonna roll through a little list here. They got Nick Bosa torn ACL from the San Francisco 49ers. He probably out for the season with that. Uh, also, Saquon Barkley same injury, torn ACL. He is out for the season. He deleted all his posts off his Instagram and Twitter, and set, well, Instagram except for a picture of Kobe. So I'm guessing he's pushing that mom and mentality. I'm gonna come back. Uh, situation, good for him. Uh, who we got else? Christian McCaffrey out in uh, Carolina. He got a high ankle sprain. I think I seen some say he out for a couple of weeks. Then we got uh, Calvin's favorite quarterback, Drew Locke, from the Denver Broncos, strained AC joint. Uh, Calvin, do you know how long he's gonna be out? I think it said three weeks. Okay, so well, actually, weeks. it said a few weeks. A few weeks. So, few weeks. so yeah. I, I assume three because it said a few. Yep, yep. But we uh, just sound Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles for some reason. But hey, you've been better off bringing John Elway from the booth. Yeah. But uh, also <laughs> from uh, Calvin Roberts' uh, favorite football team, <laughs> Cortland Sutton, their wide receiver, is also out torn ACL. So I'm assuming he's done for the season. Yep. <sighs> the the fancy Jimmy Garoppolo. High ankle sprain, so uh, he'll pre- probably be out for a couple of weeks. Uh, Devontae Adams from Green Bay, receiver, hamstring injury. Uh, no timetable on that, but that, I'm sure that'll be a couple of weeks. Uh, Tavon Young, I don't know who he is. He's the DB from Baltimore. It just says knee. That's it. Uh, Malik Hooker, safety from Indianapolis. He got an Achilles tendon injury, so he is probably out for the season. And a little bit next year, probably. Yep, more than likely. Uh, Washington football team guard uh, Brandon Schiffer. Schiffer, yeah. Schaefer? Knee. You're not listening. You can. You can. You can. Yeah, yeah, knee. Uh, Byron Jones, DB from Miami, groin injury. Raheem Moister uh, from San Fran. He sprained MCL. 
I think that's after he rushed for that like 900 yard touchdown run he had in the beginning of the game. Uh, everybody's favorite quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, he has a chest injury, which I think is going to be the downfall to his stint in uh, San Francisco. I mean, not San Francisco, so uh, Chargers. Unless old boy get hurt. Yeah, yeah, because he had uh, what's his name? He had a he had, actually had a really good game. So I don't see them rushing Ty back, nor do I see them. Uh, Trying to throw him back. Yeah, trying to put him at put him back in. So this yeah. that could potentially be it for that stint. Man, we're gonna blame it on that girl. But anyway, um Anthony Barr, linebacker from Minnesota, shoulder injury. Uh I'm not about to read the rest of these people unless I know who they are, because there's a whole lot. Let's uh, just say Bruce Irwin. Irvin, he hurt me. I know he's gonna leave. Yeah, me neither. Will Fuller, hamstring, and a whole bunch of other uh other folk. So yeah. A lot of big names injured, got injured this week. Some may say it's because of a short preseason. Or no preseason. Or Oh, yeah, no preseason. Um, what's y'all take on these injuries that we have, we've seen this past week? And do y'all think it's, this is a trend that's going to continue for the rest of the season? Well, according to you, it's only two more weeks left in the season anyway. Yeah. COVID. Um, but, no, um, I don't think it's a trend. Because, honestly, if people are blaming it on no preseason – most preseason injuries are like soft tissues injury, soft tissue injuries, not really like torn ACLs and all that stuff like that. Those are that, that's like freak accident type stuff, like to tear your ACL, to tear your Achilles, and you know, sprain AC joint. That can happen at any point. But usually, with the lack of preparation and things like that, it's usually like hip flexors and hamstring, hamstrings and quads and things like that. So I wouldn't blame it on a lack of a preseason. Um, or the non-existence of a preseason. But I would say that a lot of people are getting hurt uncharacteristically um, during the season. I don't know if it's going to be a trend or not. Um, Corona. Yeah, or we can we can, we can can conspire it up and say they it's really have Corona. Conspire it up. Conspire, conspire. It, it, either or. Or we can conspire to the fact of. There um, we go. <laughs> we can, we, we can uh, you know, come to the conclusion. Conspiratorially. <laughs> say that they really got COVID, and this is their uh, this, this is this is their way out. of uh, getting out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound about, that sound good to me, but you know, because it's my idea. But anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when yeah, it comes like with this being the kind of coronavirus, this COVID going rampant. I mean, this is the season that if you do get hurt, you know, you'll take the tail. Just sit, rest, recover, come back when hopefully the world is not on fire, literally, and you know. On fire with coronavirus. This is true. Very much so. But uh, moving on from one sport to another, NBA. Uh, NBA season's dwindling on down slowly but surely. We got still the, playing basketball? Huh? They still playing basketball? Yeah. Uh. So we got uh, in the Eastern Conference, Western Conference finals, we got the Los Angeles Lakers playing the Utah Jazz, Denver Nuggets, Denver Nuggets. And um, an interesting season uh, series over Boston and Miami. So um, Los Angeles is up 2-0. Thank you, thanks to Anthony Davis's uh, clutch three-point shot. Mister can't do it in the fourth quarter himself. Came up big for us in the fourth quarter. So Amen. Los Angeles is up 2-0, and I think um, Miami is up two-one. Yeah, Miami's up two-one, and they. Um, What's this? They play. When do they play? Los Angeles. Uh, we play tonight, and they play tomorrow night. So, um, 
Calvin doesn't know basketball is on, so we're not going to worry about him. Sat, what you got on the uh, NBA playoffs? <laughs> oh, ball is going to ball, man. Ball is going to ball. Anthony Davis came up big. And it seemed like watching uh, the Lakers play, it seemed, I don't want to say they force-feeding Anthony Davis, but it's like Anthony Davis is intentionally playing harder and more and taking no, he's more shots. Yeah, he's it's just like, look, man, don't let, the, don't, hey, don't let them say we didn't give you the ball. <laughs> Is 100% getting forced, but we have no choice because Danny Green shoots one for 19 every night, and we're paying him 17 million dollars. Danny Green has the the record for the most three point shots in the NBA Finals. Man, he got the most misses in the top five. He waits waits until the finals. Yeah, man, he's just warming up. Q, he's just warming up. But he's been warming up since the bubble. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the bubble started. Man, he was off for three months, man. God damn. And he light skin. You know they take extra. <laughs> Ooh yeah. <laughs> but no, y'all, y'all got anything on that uh on that Miami Boston series? You no know, SP ain't here to to represent his C's, like he would say. But um, he like big C's. He probably yeah. he probably throws some up too. Yeah, and they have a red head on or something. But that's not the point. That's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> y'all got anything on that series? It's, it's been an interesting series so far. I didn't think it was gonna go like this. Miami been rolling. Apparently, uh, Gordon Hayward coming back is the uh, X factor. They needed the mustache in their life. True. That's and he said, he, you know, miss, he about to miss his kid uh, birth, childbirth. He's like, man, I already seen three of them. I'm good. <laughs> go, go, go see this one. Y'all ain't winning. <laughs> I don't know. Miami, Miami, they've been rolling. But at some point, they got to run out of steam. It's, it would seem, but I don't know. So we'll see how this game, uh, what's this game four goes. Hey, man. Uh, Boston in seven, uh, Lakers in five. Okay, okay. Oh, oh my God, that finals, yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's a, that's that's a. I want to I want to see the uh, L.A. Boston finals just because. Just because of, if y'all beat them, y'all would tie them. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. I care about that story. But also, <laughs> I mean, but the easier matchup, in my opinion, would be against Miami. Because of the size. I don't know, man. Yeah. Miami. You said, you said you think Miami would be would like would be easier against for LA? Yeah, than Boston. I don't know, Boston, man. Boston is guard centric though. Yeah, I know, but still, they they can score the bucket. Miami can too, but it's just like I don't know. They don't beat you by well. They they uh, I was about to say they don't beat you by scoring. This is a contradiction. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Their, their game plan is to hey. not go in and outscore you. Yeah, 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 yeah. the whole game straight. Deep. Yeah, yeah, man. We ain't gonna score. They ain't gonna score either. Yeah, we can get it. <laughs> seven to four. We won. No, their game, their game plan. Well, I don't know because I'm not Eric Spoelstra. Um, but I, their game plan, just watching them play, is not to outscore anybody. Now, granted, they have people that are shooting a crazy clip from the three. They are making those shots, but that's not what got them here. No. What got them there was team ball and defense. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy Butler's lucky shots. Um, because to me, he's. I don't care what anybody says, he's still not good. Um, <laughs> he's just he is, he's just not a one. Hey man, yeah, we can't, but we I'm can't, saying can say that nobody in the NBA is not good. Like Sam, you know what I mean, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm no, being dramatic. Eric Dudley is not good. Leave <laughs> Elmer Fudd alone. I don't want him on the team. <laughs> Jared Dudley is not good. Yeah, but Drago, he, he's, he's, he's there to be the vet. He's there to be the wildy vet. <laughs> LeBron can't do it all himself. <laughs> uh, but no, he's I think like uh. I think a Miami Heat is going to uh, lose fire, you know, behind the arc eventually. <laughs> I see what you did. Uh, like, like, nice, nice, doctor. Nice. Yeah, those, those, those <laughs> that that 
that white flame will uh, eventually burn out. And I see what uh, did there again too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna go. It's gonna go orange. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 on fire. No pun intended. Oh man, here we go. <laughs> I don't know. What what do y'all think about the fact that uh, I was watching some of the games like on Sunday night, and mm-hmm. did y'all notice that all the major sports were on TV at the same time? Sunday night. Ba- what was I doing Sunday night? Baseball overlap with football overlap with playoff basketball. Was that, nice. was hockey and soccer on too? Because I know one of these days it was like baseball, every baseball was definitely on because they play every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Yankees clinch the playoffs birth too. Just let Probably. you know. I mean, all that money, you better. You right. uh, need to be number one. Wait, wait, hold on. We spend a lot of money because if we spend a lot of money, that means we're going to be America's team, according to Roy. <laughs> <laughs> if your team is valued number one, that makes you America's team. Well, speaking of the number one team, they are no longer in the NBA playoffs, but their number one player is the MVP of the season. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the NBA's 2019 20-ish uh, <laughs> bubble, bubble MVP. The, the hardest working man in basketball. Yeah, so, Giannis Antetokounmpo won the uh, MVP and the defensive player of the year. Um, he's the first person to do it since um, I was about to say Kareem. Tim Duncan was it Kareem? No, it was, uh, uh, no, Michael Jordan was uh, did it in '88, and then um, Hakeem was it Hakeem Olajuwon? I forgot. I think Hakeem Olajuwon did it too. It was it was somebody from the Rockets. It was Jordan, uh, Giannis, and somebody from the Rockets. Yeah. Um, it was Hakeem. So it had to be him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's the third person to ever win Defense Player of the Year at MVP. Um, some people are. He said, "Don't call him MVP until he win a championship, though." I was never going to call him MVP anyway. I'm just going to play that. Yo, that's he, told, hey, he told Ernie that. So, so he, he just got the VP award then. Yeah, he's a valuable player. That's all. Um, but I think we had this conversation before. Like, what is MVP to you? Like, it, like because the the votes are a lot of people say, "Oh, well, they shouldn't do it till after the season." But the, the award is a regular season award. It's not a playoff uh, award. Playoff. It's not a full yeah. season award because if somebody gets hot in the playoffs. That can skew your whole skin. Like you can be trash all year. If Derek Dudley get off in the finals, <laughs> y'all gonna try to ask Derek Dudley get off in the playoffs. He's gonna be uh, considered MVP. But hey, man, Jimmy um, Jimmy would have been the MVP then. All that. No, nah, he would have to, to comb his hair. Do something. Um, stay nah. with people's girls. But um, yikes. I'm sorry. Ooh. But uh, yeah, no, MVP, I don't know. MVP, like you say, it's a season award. We we know that, but I don't know. I just always feel like they be they be bullshitting with how they actually do it because they always wait so long to play us. I feel like they put that into consideration, even though they tell us they don't. No, the votes are actually in before. Man, they, man you seen the votes? Say, did you see? The, did you see the votes in the ballot? Just like we ain't go to the moon. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> but nah, I, I mean, I don't personally think he should have won it, but eh, you know. But we also have to keep in mind who is actually voting for the MVP. It's media writers. mostly, yeah, and the writers. writers. And yeah. you know they go with storylines, and some of them got just straight player uh, envy. You know what I'm saying? And they said, oh, you know, it, it just depends on like you who you want to win. Yeah, I know, but still, because sometimes the uh, argument is like, oh, well, this player had a great season, and they are the most without like you take them away, and then you know this team is nothing. So it's like okay, I guess so. More, more than this other player will be nothing. Uh, we'll make a team like like 
just sorry. So it's just like depends on who they want to see win, you know. And it's just I don't know. I feel like LeBron should have got it too, even though Giannis see, definitely is I, the hardest working person. And without Giannis, uh, but AD had better stats than LeBron. Be but it's not about. But he, I think the argument can be made that AD has such a great year because, because LeBron. LeBron is having such a great year. That's you know correct. But but I think. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. My bad. I was just gonna say, I think off the strength of LeBron switching his game up, not completely, but just going, showing you like, yo, he can lead the league almost in scoring. You know, he can average a triple double, or he can lead the league in assists and have the best team in the league. Like, yeah, but, they were the best team in the league at the time. But you have that person that also would say, well, without AD, the Lakers didn't make playoffs. Uh, so it's like it's it's. It, it would be hard to give. So when you looked at the voting, the top three was LeBron, Harden, and Giannis. It wasn't even close. So no. I guess a lot of people felt like Giannis was the MVP because you have AD as a strong two on your team. And LeBron's not beating him in anything but, I think, assist as far as like statistically. But that's like um, making Giannis the MVP a straight numbers game when that's kind of what it is. looking at basketball, though. Yeah, that's and, what, and I, Russ, I guess I Russ guess that's where it loses value, right? Yeah, because Russ got it just because he got triple doubles. They, they don't want to say it, but yeah. they they should let the players vote for the awards. No, nah, that's that's a lot of envy on that one. <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, if you if you average a triple double, and this is it like the, it's just like the the, the uh, player awards that they give out anyway. The players go out and they vote for everybody. The LeBron's going to get the players MVP for sure. Yeah, but the thing with that though. It's it's Giannis leads a lot of lot in the advanced metrics like the PER and all that Cause stuff because he, he's the only nigga on the team. Hey, and that's what they look at. They look at those yeah. weird, yeah, true, weird true, stats. True. Okay, he won the most games and he leads in PER. He had the best one of the best PERs ever in the history of the NBA. That's okay. lazy, man. That's that's but so that's, lazy. Hey, just from watching TV and watching these analysts, a lot of them go off these advanced metrics. They don't go off the basic numbers because if you go off the basic numbers. Your your case for LeBron is kind of thrown out the window because Anthony Davis leads the Lakers in everything but assists, which LeBron leads in. Yeah, but it's like I, I still I get what you're saying. AD wouldn't have such a great year without LeBron doing what he's doing. And, but you know, without AD, thing, LeBron you know. didn't make the playoffs. So I mean, I mean, it's either way. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those you 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 can't win for losing. Like when it comes to the MVP vote. Just like back in the day when Steve Nash went I was just about, I was just about to say, man. I mean, we all know Steve Nash and the one his, but, you know, hey, it is what yeah. it is. No, he shouldn't win his second one. <laughs> one first think, hey, one of them, it was like he averaged 14 points a game. Like 14 and 10 or 16 and 10 or something like that. Hey, but And they gave it to him over LeBron. So, like, that that argument kind of goes I think up. it was over. I think it was over Kobe. It was over Kobe, yeah. And then the next one was over Shaq. Yeah. But nevertheless – I mean, Giannis had a great season. I, I ain't hating on him for that. He had a, a hell of a season. I mean, they came back from last year after being a number one seed, being the number one seed again, and all that stuff. It just, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm hating on him. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I'm hating on him. I mean, but, I mean honestly, though, when you, when you just sit there and dunk on somebody. <laughs> yeah, that, I was just about to say that. If you break it down, if you talk about most valuable player, okay, this is the most valuable he, player. He is player. the most valuable player to his You team. talk about the most talented player? He's not the most he's not that talented. He just nah. plays he plays with a high motor and he dunks on everybody. And he's nine feet tall and his arms are yeah. ten feet tall. I mean, I think I think the way uh they fell apart in the playoffs is just indicative of kind of like the the gap in, you know, 
like, when, the, when the game slows down. Yeah. They, yeah. They and you got to play basketball. It's like, you know, just trying to do a crossover and jump from the free throw line. <laughs> like, that's not going to work. Chris, Middle, Chris Middleton is not it. <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Chris Middleton is not it. But, again, I, I wouldn't put that even on his teammates. I put that on the coaching. Because if you know that this guy lacks the ability to shoot, you need to have a system in which when the game slows down, you don't go through Giannis. You get him the ball, but you don't go through Giannis. He should not be bringing the ball up. It's, no, it's interesting because they they got they got a squad like they got a, they got like West Matthews coming off the bench. They got Bledsoe, uh, Bledsoe. I mean, like they, they, got, like they don't they don't run the they don't run it. Everything goes through Giannis. Yeah, Giannis like, literally will bring the ball up. Like, why would you have a seven foot guy bring the ball up who can't shoot? Yeah, all they're gonna do is trap him or throw that wall. They, up. they wish he was LeBron. So they gave the the MVP to pseudo LeBron instead of the real pseudo LeBron. But uh, I just want to pull a little stat out real quick Um, because a lot of people were saying Giannis shouldn't have won the MVP or anything like that because he got bounced out. Again, it's a regular season award. Um, But just wanted to bring attention to some notable people who got bounced out in the second round or before the second round after winning the MVP. Um, We got uh, Westbrook, who we talked about with the triple-double that season. Uh, He got knocked out 4-1 in the first round of that same season. Triple double didn't help then. It did not. <laughs> Dirk Nowinski. Uh, I'm sorry, Dirk Nowinski. No, Vinsky. I'm sorry. Damn. Yeah. I'm talking about German. Nowinski, Nowinski. He married a black woman. He's all good. <laughs> Dirk, uh, Dirk Nowinski. Uh, first round, 2007. After he won his MVP, knocked out. Uh, Tim Duncan, 2002. Who? Timothy Duncan of the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, okay. okay. Got the, the, assistant, the assistant coach, Timothy Duncan? Yeah, the one with the dreadlocks. The best power forward in uh, all of basketball? Some some may say. Oh, okay. The big fundamental. Huh. The one who took the torch from um, Jordan. Mr. Backboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kiss off the glass. But um, he got bounced out in 2002 in the second round. And guess uh, what was the uh, series? 4-1. 4-1, yep. <laughs> Carl Malone, 99, second round. Uh, and uh, some may say he's the greatest of all time. He can fly Misha- like Eagle. Mishael. Jordan, 1988. Got bounced out in the second round. And guess uh, what was that series? 4-1. So, yeah. Uh, that, that logic is not really uh, there. The old, hey, them, them old heads, the, the guys between about 33 and 44 that love Jordan, when they heard that stat, they was like, Ugh. My chest. First of all, he's wrong. Anybody listen to y'all little podcast and let me get you. Because I don't remember that happening. <laughs> Jordan ain't never lose a series. He went to the playoffs. He went to the playoffs six times. That's it. <laughs> he won everyone. That's he all. Six games. I don't know what y'all talking about with the magic beating them. He that don't count because he didn't play the whole season. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's a that's like a little interesting fact though, because a lot of people are ganging up on Giannis. Um you can you can you can you can hate on the fact that he won the MVP, but don't use the fact that his team got smacked and got kicked out because it's happened before. And everybody named that I named, you know them. It's not like these are just like random MVPs like Steve Nash um, <laughs> to just win it. And it's like, okay, well, we wouldn't expect anything less. But, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Steve Nash, oh. I'm sorry. I, they more like Steve Nash, great. But they kind of gave him, they kind of gave him a nod, like, oh, he's a little guy, you know, white guy. He's really a soccer player. He does NBA. He's a crafty guy. He, he does the NBA on the side. He really is yeah. a soccer guy. 
they more or less kind of gave him an MVP. Would you say that they more or less gave him a job? A job? Oh yeah, we said I said that. Oh, oh did we talk? We talked about last week, didn't we? Yeah. Oh yeah, so I won't hear. So yeah, yeah. I won't hear. So I, I, I yeah. got to my. It, it wasn't that they gave him. I mean, they did give him a job, yeah. But <laughs> he said, I, but like I said, like I said last week, is we look at it and we want to be like, damn, they, they gave Steve Nash a job. He ain't got no coaching experience. Uh, plenty of black coaches out here that could that could do the job. And then you think about it, you're like, damn. But it is Steve, Steve Nash. Nash. <laughs> like, I rock with Steve Nash. I ain't got no issues with him. So it's like, damn. Man. But then you're like, uh, uh. You kind of kind of getting pulled back and forth. But no, nah, they, they 100% gave him the job. And they, he, they gave him a, a, a golden plate. They didn't send him to New York. He didn't get that old New Orleans job or something like that. Like, he got... This Brooklyn yeah, team. Them to Oklahoma City. Yeah, they got a, they give they give they send them into a team first of all that that made the playoffs already. So they're a playoff team without without without, two, without, without their two best players. So they they're setting them up for success in the East. Yeah, yeah. on top of that, in the East, yes. So you know, I'd, I'd even say that maybe actually the real winner is Jacques Vaughn because apparently he just is considered the associate uh, or assistant head coach. Yeah. He's not like the assistant coach, but he just is like. The real coach, just not the figurehead coach. Is yeah, gonna be- he, so he's going to still be doing everything. Yeah, yeah. Even that's just going to be the face, basically. Be person. He's going to be the manager. Play yeah. person. Was, so it's, it's going to turn out Kali to be good for Jock because he's going to end up getting another head coaching job out of that, hopefully. especially if they play well. Hopefully. Because they didn't yeah. offer him – because it's funny now looking back at it because people was like, yo, why they didn't offer him the job before Steve Nash got hired? Mm-hmm. It was like, why did he not – Get the job, and then Steve Nash came out of nowhere and wanted him to stay on the staff. Yeah. The Needed him to stay. He probably begged yeah. him. Yeah. Please. So yeah, hopefully that turned into him. He be he might be there for a year or two, and then he go get a head coaching job somewhere that's not named New York Knicks. Yeah. Dollar but, uh, black black men, please stay away from the New York Knicks job. Thanks. But on that note, we're going to take a middle ball. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll take uh, pay some bills real quick. We'll be right back. And thank you, Anchor, for that ad. And uh, we're back. And um, we got a topic that's not sports related. Uh, oh snap! Oh, my expertise. <laughs> Things are not sports. No. Um. So interesting question was posed. Not even the question was posed because um, it's been a trend of a lot of my female friends venting about guys who don't. Hey, know how hey, to really hey, 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 hey! Pause. Them. Women friends. A lot of my women friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you for saving me right there. We erase that. A lot of my because because a lot of my women friends have been venting about guys um, that don't know how to do what you would consider the most basic men things like cut the grass, use a tr- uh, trimmer, change the tire, change the oil, like basic things like that. Like when they're in distress and their tires flat, buddy can't help. Like so, uh, my, my question was posed to y'all: like, how do, what, what do y'all take on like the generic gender roles? Do y'all think they have a place in today's society? Um, if so, what would you consider like a man's thing to do or a woman's thing to do? Um, this is pretty much like, what's your take on the whole gender role situation? Uh, anybody can do whatever they want to do. Uh, if you want, if you're a, uh, a, a lady and you want to change go. the tire, change your tire. If you want to cut the grass, go cut the grass. There's plenty of females that cut the grass all the time, every day. My mama used to cut the grass. I was about to say, the, the people next door to us, the lady, she cuts the grass all the time. I, have, I don't think I've ever seen the, uh, the guy cut the grass. So, I mean, if that's what you want to do, then cut the grass. Learn how to cut the grass. All you got to do is start it and push for the most part. But <laughs> Make a 90-degree turn. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. J- j- uh, yeah, you gotta, 
But no, make yeah. sure you pivot. Yeah, but no, overall, like I said, it's, I mean, as a man, there's certain things you just need to know how to do, like changing the tire. Because uh, from my personal experience, I got caught up in that in high school where I had a flat and I didn't know how to change the tire. And I had to call my uh, father to walk him through it. And it was embarrassing because there was a young lady with me. But it was in high school, so it was it was more than 10 years ago. Therefore, the statute of limitations is over. So technically, it didn't happen. You said it was embarrassing because I had a young lady with me. It really was. But, uh, like, but, how, do put, how do I get the car up, Dad? But, so I, just, I just, so after, so after that, after that situation, I went home and I learned how to change the tire. And now I'm oh, good. and then we got uh, you remember when we was at NSU and we took Keith's mom back to the uh, bus yeah. station? Yeah, you get you get the flat there too. Yeah. That was kind of scary because we was on the interstate. Yeah. But I knew how to change the tire at that point, yeah. so it was good. But no, so yeah, I mean, if as a man, certain like little things like that, changing the oil. Uh, I mean, if you don't know how to change the oil, that's a, that's different because that's more of a TV. You know how to check the oil. Yeah, check nah, the oil yeah, yeah. yeah. Now checking it, that's you need to know how to do that because one, that's your car, that's your engine, that's money. So you need to know how to check it at least. Changing it, if you want to learn, from my understanding, it's not that difficult once you know how to do it. But you gotta know how to do it. You gotta have tools and all that stuff. But nevertheless, in little hands because yeah. my hands are too fat to do it. But nah, so yeah, certain like I say, I mean, gentle rolls that. At this point, are kind of obsolete, but in the same token, as speaking from a man side of uh, side of things, you, you certain things you just need to know how to do just just out of GP for GP. Like you need, like say, so you need to know how to change the tire for like, God's property. Hmm? For God's GP property, are you with me? General purposes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, hold on. But no, nah, but yeah. <laughs> Did I hear that right? That's my uh, that's that's my take on it. Nick Sapp? Nice take, nice take. Yeah, man, I, I pretty much agree with you, Q. You know what I'm saying? Uh, gender roles, I don't think they're obsolete, but they definitely were kind of in place for a reason. Because, you know, at a, at a certain point in time... <laughs> oh, oh, no, Kyle, Kyle, let him finish first. You got to let him finish. <laughs> he got to explain his way out of it, so we're good. We're good. I mean, because that... I mean, if you just look look back at any movie or read any book or any of that stuff back then, it's like, hey, man, you know... Men were kind of like pushed societally into doing certain things. Physical breadwinners. Women were pushed into, and then remember the same way that black people couldn't go to Alabama until 1964, well, to play sports, uh, and probably some other things as well. You know, women couldn't you know go to college and get jobs to pay for things. So just like men were just had to do certain things because society set it up for them to make that happen. Now that a lot of those barriers have been, uh, you know, kind of lifted and we're all kind of resorted. Like some people are like, you know what? I, I like being able to just, you know, not change my car tire and ask somebody else to do these things. I'll be like, and they, they just been passed down and passed down and passed down. So like, we just got to look at and, and realize some things, what are the things that were given to us and what are the things that you're choosing, you know, to, to do forward and really choosing to keep. And, if you value a man who can do all the gender norm things from the 1950s and and, and before, uh, there's a couple of them out there. You can find them. <laughs> you know, it's more than a couple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, hey, go for that. You know, just it's all in what you like, what you want. So but if you, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just like I'm not assuming, but. I'm just throwing it out there. If you were like, don't like a guy because if the make or break is like, oh, he didn't change my tire or he don't know how to, you know, fix the put together the toilet seat or 
I don't know. You know, if that's your make or break, hey man, you know, that's unfortunate because now we got to just kind of reassess our priorities. So I know at least for me in my situation, I do all the cooking because I'm a better cook. Get out of there. She likes to assemble and get tasks accomplished. So she was putting together the desk. I don't have the patience to do that. I don't really want to put that. I think it's boring. All of these directions and stuff. <laughs> she wants to do that. I cook. You know, some might view that as like, oh, a role, gender role reversal. And maybe it is. But you know what? It's just actually just my preference. And we got to realize what our preferences are and go towards that. You know, now there are some some double standards we could talk about that, you know, I actually heard in conversation is I don't know if that'll work, but Cal, pass the word. (laughs) I want to know what you're going to talk about. (laughs) Um, No, but uh, for me, I think gender roles, as I guess is a clean sweep, I don't I think they're kind of obsolete in the sense of you must do this. You have to do that. You have to do this. You have to do that. But I feel like, uh, as everyone said, there are certain things that a man should be able to do. Um, if that's something that you have to learn on your own, something that you were taught, I just feel like you need to know how to do certain things for the safety of yourself or for your loved ones, right? You need to know how to change a tire. I feel like that's just something that you need to know. Unless you physically can't change a tire, you need to know how to change a tire. You need to know how to check the oil. That's basic. You just take the stick out, look at it. Okay, you good. Make sure you bring your paper towel with you. Yeah, but you got to wipe it off, paper towel, dip back yeah. in there, check it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the grass. Hey, grass and make, sure the, make sure the car is off, too. Make sure you didn't um, run it yet. But, um, yeah, so sap is frozen. But I feel like uh, there's certain things, too, that you shouldn't force on someone. Like, sap was just saying perfect thing. Like, you shouldn't make your girl cook or something like that. So, for me personally, if I'm in a relationship, it's just certain things that I would not have you do. You're not cutting the grass when I'm around. You're not lifting up stuff when I'm around. You're not putting stuff together when I'm around, unless that's something you want to do. Now, I'm not going to just sit there and watch you cut the grass while I'm chilling, sitting on my ass. Yeah, about to say feet up. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Like I, I feel like when it comes to manual labor like that, I just feel like I, that's something that I would want to do. I feel like when I'm in a relationship, I don't want my girl to do anything physical that she don't have to do, right? I, that's unless, just me. Unless she wants to do it. Yeah, and, that, and that's just me. I'm not going to tell you, no, don't do it, but I'm yeah. just going to encourage you, like, hey, I'll do that. I'll take care of that. Um, but at the same time, I'm not saying yo go cook me something because cause I can cook myself. Because <laughs> like, it's not the fifties. Yeah, like I can cook myself. <laughs> like I, this is one of those things where I feel like basic things for no women. Though, no, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like in House of Pain, Ella. Uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I, I don't smell no food. You would usually eat by this time of day. <laughs> stuff don't have how to act right now. Um, but uh, no, I, I just feel like though, when it comes to um, like cooking, everybody should know how to cook it by a certain age. Yeah, that's not a gender specific thing. You should know how to survival. Cook. Yeah, I was about to say that is the thing you need to know. I'm not telling you that you need to go know how to go camping. You don't need to be a chef. Yeah, you you don't need to know how to do survivalist stuff. You just need to know how to cook something. Throw some chicken on there and saute it or you know you don't know how to you don't I mean, know you how should, to right? there's a ground ground beef, ground, yeah. ground turkey it's, make a little make yeah, a little hey, hamburger man. out or something we can That'll say be- that you should but there's a lot of stuff that people just don't know how to do men and women so you can't i don't yeah. think it's fair to knock people for not you know being able to do things that we, that we say you should you know 
It's but all opinion based. It's all. It's an opinion. I'm not knocking anybody that doesn't know how to cook, but I'm just at the same time I'm like, yo, why don't you know how to cook? Not judging you at all, but it's like, yo, what in your life made you decide that? Hey, I don't want to. What does somebody say? My mama never taught me how to cook. That's fine. You got YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you teach me how to cook. <laughs> hey, good goodmeals.com. I mean, goodeats.com. Bam. Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just like basic survival things that you need to know how to do, like. That's that's just how I feel, but I I feel like the roles are just there are certain things that I feel like a man should do. I'm still kind of old school in that mindset. Like, yeah, it should man hang a picture, go hang the picture. Don't have her hanging the picture, like little stuff like that. Unless she wants to interior interiorly design and do all those things, that's cool. But if she's struggling to hang a picture, go hang that. Yeah, that's that's the point where the struggling. So if you don't, if she a a person that cuts grass, sure, go cut the grass. If you want to do that, I'm not gonna fuss with you or whether you want to cut the grass or not. That's cool. Now, if you out there, like I was saying earlier, you trying to start lawnmower, you can't start it. Then you cutting the grass and the lines look all crazy and everything look rough, and you you struggling, then that's a different situation. She for one, you shouldn't let her go out there like that because you already knew she couldn't do that. So it's like certain situations like that. But but I'd even I'd even expand I'd even expand that too if like. You know, even if it's not something physical that your partner is struggling with, you know, whoever your partner is, it's like, like, just help them out. Like, that should be the care and consideration you have in your relationship. Even if she's struggling to, he or she is struggling to cook. Like, don't be like, ah, hi, you can't cook, <laughs> you know. Like, no, go in there, lend a hand, don't, you know, don't, if, don't if things are happening. Yeah, just help out, teach. Yeah, you so just. Y'all be together for the rest of y'all lives. Right, so. Yeah, hey, if y'all not going to be together for the rest of your life. Make the next person um make make a group for the next person. Exactly. Set up. Or at least at least so make long. it bearable. <laughs> at least make it bearable until you're ready to you Get know. Get out of here. Learn how to cook. Crazy. Yeah. But, uh, y'all boys got anything else? Nah, man. I just want to say, man, um, for the people out there, understand and learn contracts. Facts. 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 Know your contracts. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, <laughs> We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Episode number eighty of uh, the the first visual uh, second attempt. Potentially, videos get yeah. Potentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Internet, any internet complications. This is why it's called beta. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna get the audio out to you. I got ten percent battery left, so we gotta wrap this up. So uh, yeah, appreciate y'all for tuning in to uh, episode eighty. Like I always say, if y'all have anything uh, y'all want to hear us talk about, um, shoot it to the council DMs. We'll We'll try to get into the show. If y'all want to be on the show, let us know. If we know you, it's a possibility. If we don't know you, Rory will campaign for you, but we probably will still say no, depending on whom you are. Shout out from TV. But um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> peace and love, and uh, yeah, we out. Oh, I forgot. Hey. Yeah, this is Council and the Clutch on the uh, what are beta. On nah. the, we are on the beta, but on the True Wire Media. Uh, oh yeah, you know, true. I mean, I keep forgetting my bad, Kyle. You know, we gotta get you actually on the show so you can tell people what this is. This is all forewarned to them. Facts, so this is counseling clutch on the uh, two wire media network, and we out. Yeah, big facts, big facts. Mask up. <laughs>